folks, I was at a party called I Live Baltimore, and I introduced to this uh, lovely lady, and they're like, you know, she has a podcast. I'm like, okay, you know, everybody has podcast. And I'm like, all right, that's, that's great. What's your podcast about? And she started explaining a little bit about our podcast over the loud, blaring music. And I said, huh, that's interesting. So I said, we'll catch up sometime, you know. Stayed in contact, but really didn't nearly follow up like I should because everybody's a podcast and everybody thinks, you know. So then we ran into each other again at the cycling festival, the Baltimore Cycling Festival. I was like, hey, hey, I remember your name. Yeah. And, and we talked. And after that day, I was so impressed. Just everything she was telling me about what she's doing and things she's really aspiring to be doing. And I'm, I'm like, wow, I really want her on my show. How can we make this happen? So the next voice you'll hear as uh, the person is a, is a business owner, entrepreneur, doing big things all across the world. We're right back. The No Picks After Dark podcast is fueled by Zeke's Coffee. Have you tried their coffee yet? I'm telling you, there's something different about it. Maybe it's because they roast their beans in a fluid coffee roaster, which provides the most accurate roasting temperatures and made with love. You will just have to check it out for yourself and try their delicious food while you're at it open now for curbside service online ordering carry out and they also do wholesale visit zeke's coffee at 4719 hartford road open monday through friday 7 a.m to 6 p.m and sunday 8 to 5 p.m kitchen closes at 3 p.m or visit zeke'scoffee.com and you too can be filled by zeke's Are you or someone you love in need of mental health support? For All Seasons is now offering same-day therapy appointments with no wait list. Through the For All Seasons open access program, you can walk in for mental health services and begin therapy in the same visit. For All Seasons accepts all insurances and provides financial assistance if you need it. For therapy, psychiatry, or victim support, we have appointments available today. Call For All Seasons, 410-822-1018. Welcome to the No Picks After Dark Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Dante. I told you, this last call, the season is a fire. It's truly last call, and you're getting all the best of the best from all over the world, from Baltimore to Maine to Baltimore to Singapore. We're going to get everybody on the show because we're going to give you guys the best. My guest today is a big-time entrepreneur, entrepreneur, businesswoman, business leader, doing big things. I was listening to her podcast, and I was very, very impressed. Now, next voice you hear now is Miss Sonia. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Hey, thank you so much for coming on the show. Pleasure. How you been? Like, I mean, thank you. I haven't seen you since the cycling festival. I know. How are things fun. going with you? They're going great. Great, great. Doing, uh, doing big things. I have had some time since then, even though it was a very short time ago, to uh, think. And okay. thinking is very important. I think you need to give yourself time and space to think about not only what you think about, but what you want to do next. I love it. I love it. And I rarely do crossover episodes because yeah. I forgot she's a fellow podcast. I already said a podcaster, but <laughs> she's really good at what she does. Um, Gigging for Goal, a really cool podcast that I enjoy. Thank you. It's different. Thank you. And it's a, it's a refreshing podcast. Someone said the other day it was like a variety show. And I thought it was kind of whimsical, but it made sense. There's a there's a variety of topics on it. So that makes sense. For me, it's, I, 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 I compare it to... A nice cold glass of water in a hot summer day. That's very nice. It was refreshing. <laughs> Thank you. you follow me there. It was You're refreshing. Such a storyteller. It was, it was new. It's my first yeah. time doing yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. My first, first time. time. <laughs> I don't do my homework at all. No. 
But, but I appreciate that. Thank th- you very much. It is. And I, I recommend people to, we'll talk about that and, you know, how your podcast formulated and your business and whatnot. But let's learn a little bit about you. Are you from Maryland originally? I am born and raised in Maryland. Okay. I'm from Navy parents. Um, but I will say I got the travel bug very early on and spent most of college overseas as well as, well, I just kind of never returned. So I've spent the past 20 plus years traveling. Mm. I go back and forth between the states, of course, and have lived in different states, many different countries. And then um, I've actually only been back in the states, stateside on land since January of this year. Mm. So getting my footings and Maryland and Baltimore in particular is where I chose with intention to live. So would you say you're a Rolling Stone? (laughs) (laughs) No, no. But, you know, that's pretty cool because you get to learn the world. Yeah. You get to see other cultures. You learn, educate by other people, different, see how people do things and whatnot. And that's very exciting. Um, Which country would you say is one of your favorite ones that that you lived in that you learned a lot? I mean, I'm sure they all are amazing. They all have different personalities. Yes, What would you say one that really that sticks out to you? Well, I never say I have favorites, and I know that people do not like that. Your friends but I, <laughs> but I don't. I'm friends with you, hmm. um, but I don't have favorites because exactly what you said. It's such an honor and an incredible way to meet other people, see how they react to things, mm-hmm. learn if you can how they think, why they think that way, what brings them joy. Um, I will say, as a f- dance aficionado um one of my favorite things in any country is to go dancing okay like out at clubs dancing okay you know what i'm saying okay okay and uh music just has no boundaries and so it's one of my favorite things to do because it doesn't matter where you are what you're doing once the once the music hits you you feel no pain i love it you i love it. it okay okay <laughs> so now you, you see this is me on the fly that's me part of my speed around now mm-hmm. you switch it all i can switch it all up Let's for you it. now yeah that'll be at the end so yeah. you know did you always want to be an entrepreneur? Like this was that so was there somebody in your family or somebody that you saw growing up that was an entrepreneur that you kind of like, that's kind of cool what they're doing. Let me know. I'm kind of curious about that. No. No, okay. I had no such background. In fact, that I had the very traditional um, encouragement to do the path of of college and get a job, if you will. <laughs> right. I was very distracted in school all the time, as most entrepreneurs are. It's a very Mm -hmm. common story. In fact, being an entrepreneur and being a little bit older now, it is amazing that someone like you gets to tell other people's stories because you finally get to hear that other people were like you and you grew up in an area where, you know, you're the only one doing a certain thing and you just feel like this odd, weird crazy person and in the end you know you're just being yourself and so um I didn't always want to be an entrepreneur I actually have a traditional background in schooling and then one day I just decided to start a company and that was 10 years ago so I have and still have a boutique marketing agency and this year will be year 11 so going strong congratulations thank you and congratulations to everyone else who has a business over a year old I mean the success rate of that is almost zero so nice nice yeah so when did you say like did you have like a regular nine-to-five job after school after college or 
Like, when was that switch over, or like, or did it already start? Uh, like, like when did you click? When did that click for you? Because I mean, some people can, you know, did, was there always like a base background of certain things? They were like, let me learn this, take it all, take components from this this work, take perk from mm. this job, and now I know how they're doing things. I can do my own thing. Like, I, I, I've heard that so many different ways. What about yourself? Um. Great question. Well, I haven't thought about that in a while, but I would say in the marketing industry specifically, um, I have a, a master's in international education. So mm-hmm. with that, I worked in Los Angeles for a number of years in higher ed, and I learned how to build out programs and schedules. Mm. And then after I returned back east, I worked in publishing and I saw the editors plan things out far far in advance Mm. they have these like huge amazing whiteboards i'm a huge whiteboarder and Uh are you like whiteboards i do have whiteboard in my house actually yeah so i would see them plan out all of these things and um that really inspired me it was it was this process where i didn't have to do things on the fly like people I was, people already knew what was going to happen. It was like they could see the future. And so I was always amazed by that. And then I do have a consistent background in photography. I mm. uh, grew up in a photography household. Nice. So all the media and the writing, if you will, all kind of came together. And um, I th- I'm just always interested in people, you know, like what are they doing? How can I tell the story? Um with photography specifically, a lot of people didn't like to get their photo taken. Mm-hmm. And I understand that. And it was kind of a challenge for me to take a candid photo mm. and show it to them later. And just seeing their appreciation of being caught in the moment in a good way always inspired me. So when I decided to go into marketing, that was my thing. I was like, I just want to help other people, you know, shine. Maybe they, they don't know it yet, but how can I be inspirational to them? using my skills so all those things help built you to where you are right now i think so that's what it sounds like to me i i would assume so it's hard to find that thread over a number of years you know when you're younger you're like yeah sure i've had a couple jobs mm-hmm. but you know when you're several decades in <laughs> you know you, you either choose to find that theme or the theme finds you nice and yeah it comes out in these type of conversations so I appreciate you for asking Thank hey you. i bet the listeners and the viewers want to know yeah uh so what is it about, were you always an extrovert? Were you an introvert? Or I learned a new terminology, ambervert, whereas you're introvert, but you're extrovert. It's oh. a combination. I learned it at jury duty. Little <laughs> weird things you learn at jury duty, but I learned that. What yeah. would you say? I always tell people, um, people are my passion. They are my uh. drug that I get high on because people make the world go around. Yeah. And you get to learn about so many different people. And you study people. I should have been a psychologist, but I never was. But I feel like I, I, I can are figure out. Are we in out session pe- right now? Never. Never. Okay. You know, I, we're not, I, I, I didn't hit the, the, the bill part yet. Okay, yeah, I can't afford you. <laughs> come on now, come on now. But, you know, what about you? Like, how are you with people? Because you say you like people. You like dealing with people. You like working with people. You're in a marketing field. Mm-hmm. What would you call yourself? Ooh. Well, I had not heard that term until just now. So interesting. Um, yes, I absolutely say I'm half and half. And extrovert when needed to be. I can work a room like the best of them. Mm-hmm. But I do take a long time to process all of that. So that's where the introversion comes in. So if I go to a big event like the classic we went to and I saw each other, I'm going to need a few days. I Mm. need to recover. I need to think about it. Um, I need to be away from people. And Mm. it's not because I was just out in the sunshine and it was hot. Mm. Um, I just need to 
take all of those energies and really either decide to digest them, you know, and like figure out how they're all going to work in my life in a good way. Not saying that everyone is a, is a networking connection, Mm -hmm. but you know, like, would I like to see those people again? How did, how did those, um, encounters make me feel or would I like to connect anyone for them with Mm. them? And so I need to take some time and, um, yeah, I don't know. I think introverts really would understand that for sure. Okay. Um, so half and half. What about you? What are you? Oh, well, I'm getting out of here. No, yeah. I got never got asked. No. Yeah. Uh, you know, I I I was a very big extrovert before COVID. Okay. Now I've regressed. Interesting. Um you might see me out and that's the whole like, all right, I'm on. Sure. But honestly, like Saturday and Sunday. Sweats, yeah. hoodie, yeah. TV, yeah. watching sports, football all day, Saturday and Sunday. I'm good. Yeah, I don't need to go out. And if I go out, I go to certain places mm-hmm. because I don't want I don't want to talk about what I do. Mm-hmm. I want to sit there. Like I might go to there's a couple um, bars in Baltimore that I go to that some of them they forbid no cameras. No, you can't take a picture. In. Oh, you have to show me. And that place is amazing because I can sit there and I can talk with people and we're not talking about anything. We're just having fun. We're yes. talking about life and there's no cameras that you can't take a picture in there. You can't do anything. Yes. Show and me it's, it's phenomenal. So that's one of the things I like going to and people are like, why do you like going there? Cause it's, it's just, it's peace of mind. Yeah. I can, I go there, chill, hang out for a couple hours then I leave and everybody's like, Hey, good scene. Mm-hmm. Keep it going. You know, I like what you said because there's a certain thing about, not having to talk about, like you, you can go out somewhere and not knowing you're like, Ugh. but it's also, I feel like retelling the story from start mm-hmm. so many times is an exhausting part. It's exhausting. For me. It, it's mentally exhausting for me. I can't, yeah, I just, it's it like, I went out, I went to a conference early day. Like, Oh, you do. They already knew. Yeah. Right. We didn't, we didn't, we didn't go through the whole, yeah. and they were like, Oh, okay. What, what's the most common thing is, what do you talk about? Okay. I like that. But it gets tiresome. Yeah. But you have to do it because you're selling, you're selling yourself. Yeah. Marketing, you're doing one on one. You are your brand. You know, I am doing it all the time. And it's funny. I told the I told a gentleman that the other t- today actually. Yeah. He was like, "How do you have sponsors?" Like young guy, he, he was in town from Miami for this conference. Nice guy. That's car. He's like, "How do you? How do you? How are you getting sponsored? What are you doing?" I said, "It's you. Look yourself in the mirror." Mm-hmm. I said, "What do you mean?" I said, "You are the marketing. You are what they want." Yeah. The brand wants you. Yeah. And he's like, what? I'm like, you are the brand. There you go. And he was like, I didn't, I was like, you are the brand. And everything I tell you, go back home, look at social media pages, clear anything that's not kosher, mm-hmm. and then go talk to brands. That's right. I was like, you can have a media package all you want. They're going to learn everything about you. And when they call you, they already probably know everything about you already because they've already asked you. I had a, um, well, you're exactly right. You're coming on my podcast, by the way. You're invited. Nah, this my, is your official invite. No, this is it. You're coming on. <laughs> I heard you don't like to do interviews. I don't. I'll stop asking you questions. No, I don't. I like to. Um, you're on my show. I'll give you two <laughs> you know, I'm going to tell you something funny because this, just like you said, the branding thing, and I say it all the time to people. I'm a marketer. Mm-hmm. The Gigging for Gold podcast is to help entrepreneurs. And I will say it a thousand times. And just this weekend, I was at a reunion. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Semester at Sea, 20-year reunion in Chicago. Okay. And um, I haven't seen these people in 10, 20 years. And someone says, I recognize you. You're always wearing a white button down. 
And I was like, uh-huh. You're on brand. I said, I sure am. And they were like, but I recognized you. Like, it was beautiful to see them, like, light up because they they knew something. And in my head, I was like, see? You know, it works. And I said, I, I'm wearing it on purpose. And they're like, what do you mean? And I, I just I just kept saying it. I was like, you're your brand? And I said, look, if you haven't seen me in 20 years and you recognize me from across the room from a shirt, that's the whole point. And I said, consistency will win every single time. And folks, right, we'll be right back out of those messages because then we're going to go into consistency, speaking <laughs> for gold, and about how her became an entrepreneur and how she's been doing every way across the world. She has really cool conversations with friends all across the world about getting coffee when they know you pull up it was lot, lot, her, i'm not gonna talk about our show too much but i'm gonna let her talk about it we're right back at these messages folks you give to united way your gift could be the first spark of something bigger it can help someone find interview for and get hired for a job and provide follow-up services for success it can break down educational barriers and give that extra help to a struggling student within school support programs. Give today. Spark something bigger. Hi, my name is Katherine Womack. I'm a former strategic intelligence officer with the U.S. Navy. I spent the last couple of years at U.S. Cybercom and transitioned from active duty after 15 years into small business ownership. I own and operate a digital marketing agency in the state of Maryland. So a lot of people approach me thinking that digital marketing is simply social media management or maybe doing Google ads or Facebook ads, things like that. But what digital marketing really is, is an umbrella term for a multitude of tactics to get small businesses found by the people who need them. I personally specialize in search engine optimization, website development with conversion architecture in mind. And what that really means is the people are going to your website and doing the thing you need them to do. And oftentimes it's requesting a quote, an appraisal, things like that. So there's definitely a psychology to website development. And we lean really heavy into the psychology of sales to get people to do the things you need them to do. A lot of times as a business owner, you haven't had the time to think about what your needs really are, what your challenges truly are, the, the sources of those challenges. I can guarantee you in most cases, it's not simply that you need an ads campaign and that's where I can add value to your marketing strategy. And folks, we are back having this marvelous conversation with Miss Sonia. Thank you so much for coming to Northeast Baltimore. I love it here, thank you very much. Very you colorful, know, I like it. What do you think of the studio? First time in the studio, what do you think? Did you, are these your tags? Like what's going on? So the studio pretty much is, uh, a mirrorless did this. Um, I like it. and then, uh, uh, two, two different artists did this. Great. Uh, the mirrorless who did this was Paige. Okay. Uh, she's awesome. Does mirror all mirrors all over the city. Yeah. So it's definitely a dope vibe. And yeah. so I really, we were going to do the whole thing, but I said, no, let's just do one. And I think I might switch the studio up because, okay. uh, one of my videographers last night, him and I were talking, and I think I'm going to put two chairs here, and I have two darker chairs, and I have the set, change the whole set around, so all you see is this background, mm -hmm. and you actually utilize this. Yeah. And so we're going to move, so you can have two different sets, have this how Ooh, we're sitting, that's a good idea, and then have this sitting there, so that way your cameras are facing us, 
And we have this beautiful view. We can change I, the whole I room approve. around. Yes, yes. So that. that's the vibe I'm going to be yeah. looking for. A little little fall winter. Yeah, change up. change up. A little change up. Got to do it. Keep so, it fresh. Yeah. So enough about me. We're uh-huh. gonna talk. You're here. This is your show. Oh yeah, we forgot. I'm just here for you. <laughs> uh, we left off with your branding. Mm-hmm. Being an entrepreneur. Yeah. You worked for. You worked international. You worked for in LA. You worked in the East Coast. You saw how they had the whiteboards. You saw this. This is basically forming. I call it like the pizza, shaping the pizza. You're getting the dough. You're yeah. gonna roll it out now. Yeah. They form like the whole pizza. Yeah. Entrepreneur comes around. You're like, I'm tired of working for everybody else. I'm working for myself. That's right. Talk, walk us through that. I actually was working for about two months with a marketing agency. So I did find my way into an agency and this mm-hmm. was 11 years ago. And um, that didn't last long. I I never really played well in the sandbox. Oops. Okay. Nothing <laughs> wrong with that. I, I feel like I did, but when it just came to giving my time to other people, that seemed counterproductive. Um, it seemed all of my ideas were given to somebody else mm-hmm. to make them money mm-hmm. and successful. It's not all about money. It's just that, you know, they they keep pumping you for your ideas and I'd be driving home like, that was a great idea. You know, like, that was a great idea, you know? Mm. And I'd get all excited and then I it finally dawned on me one day that that idea was no longer mine because I was exchanging my time for a paycheck and it simply just didn't make sense. And so I literally one day was driving across the Bay Bridge mm. and um, that was it. And I said, I won't give my brain power and my time and my energy and whatever else that encompassed literally all day long um, to somebody else's success. And so could I do that for my own? Because I knew the ideas were good because they kept wanting them. Mm-hmm. That's all I had to go off of. Mm-hmm. I was like, somebody else likes them. So I said, what happened if I just started my own company? And the very next day, I started a marketing company. And it is not an overnight success. That is nothing of the sort. I mean, it took years and years and years of contacts and building things up. But I will say that I was very fortunate to be at a coffee shop one day drinking, you know, like free refill coffee because, mm. you know, you're a broke entrepreneur. Right. <laughs> definitely, definitely. And, um, and someone walked in who I had worked with in the past and said, what are you doing? And I said, I've started a company. Uh, they're like, oh, good, good. What's your, what is it called? I had no name. Like, where's your business cards? In the they're at the printer. Yep, they're mm-hmm. at the printer. Yes, they are. And um, they gave me a contact and I called him right up and got that client almost immediately. Um, so I have been very fortunate the past decade to have word of mouth contacts and clients. Um, and you're right, they all are all over the world. I've had um, companies in Switzerland, Germany, France, um, many, many other places, <laughs> a lot of places in the United States as well. Um, but, um, South Africa, New Zealand, so Italy, um, I have been very fortunate in that aspect, but I also will say, because someone recently just told me this, they go, that's great, but was it the chicken or the egg? You know, w- mm. is it because of who you are and what you already had done? Why those people would be attracted to you and your business and your ideas? You know, I'd already traveled. 
Mm. So, you know, what's bef- what's one before the other? And uh, mm. I think that's a fun thing to think about. That is. I, yeah, I like yeah. that. It kind of like... hurts my brain a little bit. But that's a good thing. Yes, it is. That's a good thing. That's a good yes. thing to think about. Yeah. And you're, you, I like what you said about the connections you made mm-hmm. in the word of mouth. Yeah. You know, as an entrepreneur, a lot of people are struggling. They're, they're, they're oh, busting yes. their butt. I always tell people. Excuse me. I'm not the best podcaster out there. Not mm-hmm. and I and I can admit that. But I know what needs to be done. Yeah. And one thing that people always tell me over and over again, and I have entrepreneurs on all the time, mm-hmm. consistency is key. Yes. Bravo. If you don't have a podcast coming every week, then you're not consistent. If you could you do it once a month, do it once a month. Yes. If you do it every other week then do it every other week because people want to see consistency 100% and from you when they found out about what you're doing mm-hmm. what was your company name at that point is it was a gigging for gold did you how did you get that name how where did all so gigging for gold or the marketing the company? marketing I'm sorry the marketing marketing let's go off that what was the, the name of it the marketing company is called monkey fist monkey company. fist yes yes I knew that I'm sorry that's okay I, I, I had my cliff notes I totally messed it up <laughs> You started that. Where did that name come from, please? How was all of that? Uh, yes. So the name sounds rather odd yes. as I say it. Um, a monkey fist is a type of nautical maritime knot. Okay. My grandfather immigrated from Norway to the United States. So I'm second generation American. And he was a tugboat captain. So you can still see them out on the Chesapeake, right? The, the mm-hmm. tugboats in and out. And um, he tugged in Norway and then in New York okay. and then came to Maryland. So mm. Baltimore, you know, like the cat's eye, you mm-hmm. know that bar? Cat's eye pub, yeah. So that was his old watering hole. I mean, he's like a salty, dirty sailor. Oh, wow. Anchor tattoo type of man. Wow, so you've a lot of history. No longer alive. You've got a lot of history in Maryland. He, yeah, he used to tie monkey fist knots out at sea, and we were the grandchildren and would bring them back as, I don't know, gifts. That's what mm. he could afford and give. So the name comes from that because I had them, they were smaller. In, in real life, they're huge. They're, you know, an anchor weight to go right. on. Anyway. So he would bring them back and we would tie them on backpacks, our luggage. It was kind of like our family symbol. Mm-hmm. And when it came time, and this is very important because I know everyone is struggling when they come to name their company. They either say, do I call it my name, you know, Sonia Thorsvik, mm-hmm. or do I call it something else? So for me, I did not want to get pegged into Sonia Thorsvik as marketing because, hey, one day I might do want to do something different. I already knew it back then. Um, so I wanted it to become a legacy. And mm. What did I already have around monkey fists? When I decided to call it that, it just so happened, and this is the chicken or the egg thing, that because it was nautical, people in the maritime, the yachting, the boating industry mm-hmm. were like, oh my gosh, great name. So I have a heavy decade-long experience in now the yachting and maritime industry. I, and I want to apologize. I kept on saying Sonia, Sonia. I'm sorry. I apologize. No I apologize. Don't let it happen again. Please. All right. <laughs> Did that help you work get company jobs with different nautical? Okay, let's go into that. I think so. Was that on purpose? No, I had no I I had never been on a boat. I didn't grow up boating. Uh, maybe a canoe here or there. Not okay. really. Um I had never been I was just not in it. Uh, my family Really? My family was not the 
No, just hard no. And so when I did that and people, people, uh, heard it, saw it, loved it related. And, um, yeah, it was just one contact after the other. I've worked heavily in, um, power boating, fishing boats, and primarily catamarans for the many, many years now. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Mostly, um, carbon fiber catamarans. And I, I was breaking into the hydrogen fields with that as an alternative energy. So it was a lot Mm. of technology and tech. Um, yeah. Interesting. Yes. The more you know, the more you know. Yeah. All right. So you've been doing that, which is amazing. And your business is taking off. Mm -hmm. The word of mouth, people are like, you got to hire, you got to hire, you got to hire. How does that feel as an entrepreneur where your company is starting to take off and it's starting to take that meteoric rise? You know, you're like, all right, I'm starting to get there, starting to get like this chugboat. Yeah. Going up the hill. Yeah. And that's all it feels like going up the hill. Yeah. You're getting close to it, you're getting close. Yeah. How does it feel like, you know, you're 11 years in the game right now? Yes. How does that feel right now? It feels amazing because i know as as high as the high you go is the lowest of the low you're gonna go Mm. so when it all crashes and burns which it does every few years which i don't think a lot of people understand about entrepreneurship and owning your business it does not stay at the top it just does not stay at the top and you want it to so bad um the first time i was naive enough when i was i'm like jetting back and forth to the south of france Mm. unlimited company funds blah Mm. blah blah i'm like this is amazing staying in beautiful hotels Mm. i don't know the next year it was zero and so you experience these highs i think that an a seasoned entrepreneur like you and i um know that and so now it's expected and even though it never feels good and you don't you know it's coming you can see it coming when it happens um but i think my advice to people would be learn how to fail faster Mm. learn how to fail because you're going to fail it's all it's that that train car is going to completely crash it's going to catch on fire it's going to roll down it's going to be horrible on your podcast i'll tell you my (laughs) almost failure yeah well if you know it was a failure it was it was it was tough yeah um, I almost quit the podcast. I almost quit everything. Um, but I knew I had something in the horizon and I just couldn't see it. But I knew it was there. What kept you going though? Not what you saw, but there had to have been a feeling. It's the faith. Mm. I believe in myself. Good. And when you believe in yourself, it's the strongest thing you ever be. Nobody can ever tell you anything. Correct. So that's why... You know, you could talk to one of our producers over here. Mm-hmm. I met him a couple of years ago, but we didn't start working together for like until like a year or a half ago. Really? Because I'm very who I work with, yeah. particularly who I deal with. Yeah. And the circle is very tight of who I work with. And I'm very picky about, you know, it, it, he'll have people, I want to work with Aaron. He doesn't introduce me to him. Mm. I don't, because he, he knows. I'm like, I just don't, <laughs> I, I, t- I don't have the bandwidth for it. Yeah. And I just don't have the mental. I can do it. But I'm not really not there yet. Sure. Um, even when the pandemic happened, uh, I look back at it. I know it'll come back to me twice fold. I talked to help a lot about ten different podcasters, and somebody's like, "You know, you should pay for your time." I said, like, "You know, you're exactly right. Everything's not about money because that money's gonna come back to you in different ways." Yes, it will. 
and the blessings will come different ways. Mm-hmm. And give you an example, I had somebody who I trained on podcasting, gave her great advice a couple of times. She said, hey, you should start looking into grants. Okay. And I said, okay. And she starts throwing these grants applications to me. And I'm not going to tell the end result of it because that's not going to be this episode. Okay. But it's been, it's, the blessings have come back. So that's what I'm saying. So we, you've seen it. That's what I'm saying. That's why I like talking to fellow entrepreneurs. You understand it. Um, you said something really interesting in your podcast. So sorry, we're going to switch a little bit to Gigging for Gold podcast. Great. Let's switch a little because there was something interesting you said. You said, um, and I'm not going to quote verbatim. You're like, I do not post on TikTok. Because the age group of TikTok is not the group. Look at your audience and who you're attracting. Mm. If that audience is not your audience, why do you, why go there? Even though it's going on a quick rise, I stick to one or two social media. It was interesting you said that. Mm-hmm. Could you make me rethink about how I do things? Yeah. And I had to play it again. I had to listen to what you you probably don't watch the episode. You know, I I was going your episodes. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, was. I was like car rides. I was like, okay. Yeah. But you said something that was like, I was like. Damn. And it was interesting today I was spoken when I went to the podcast one on one talk, the lady I was talking to her, I was like, Yeah, I was like, I do video and she's like, Who's your audience? I was like, um, thirty three mm-hmm. to fifty five. She's like, Do they you think they listen to it? Look watch videos? Right. And I said, You're right. I, I know the people who listen to my podcast listen to the audio. That's the bigger audience. Mm-hmm. The video is a newer audience. But are you, is that your audience though? She said. And I was like, I can go back to audio in a heartbeat. She's like, maybe think about that. Maybe just do, maybe just have a camera in the room and do have, or hire a video guy just to do clips. Yeah. And that might be just, just enough. And I said, how about that? So it's just retraining our brains to think differently. Gigging for gold. How did it happen? Great podcast. Talk about it. Thank you. I just gave it a plug right there. Yeah, yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> Gigging for Gold, and this will go into what you were just saying. Gigging for Gold was born out of Monkey Fist Company, mm-hmm. specifically after 10 years. So this is a newly launched, I wouldn't say product for me, but extension of a decade of learnings. And I specifically launched it this year because... That I just 10 sounded like a great number. A decade of experience sounds wonderful. Um, my specific goal with it is to help entrepreneurs, specifically self-employed entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. which are usually one in the same these days, on how to make their next best move. Mm. And I am going off of pure experience. And I have had many successes, which I would love to share to help people go further, faster. And I have done it over the years in different ways. And a podcast came about because, well, I have been marketing for 10 years for almost 50 companies. I think I think this year is number 50. Mm. And quite frankly, I got tired of the so-called New Day traditional things like um, anything to do with the apps and just the the messaging. Mm-hmm. For me, how we talked about introvert and extrovert, mm-hmm. how I decompress is I go on a walk every morning. I listen to podcasts. So I'm a long, long, long consumer of the medium. And so, you know, 
you have these epiphanies when you walk or whatever, however you like to meditate, if you will. And mine was, hey, I'll just start a podcast. Much like I started my business 10 years ago. I just, hey, I'll just start a business. Like, you know, I have no idea what I'm doing. I don't know if I'll be any good at it. But what I didn't do was go, hey, I'll jump on TikTok and start. I don't know. I don't even use it. So right. <laughs> um, I wanted to do a medium that I already enjoyed, loved, consumed, and it would be challenging enough for me to make it different. Mm-hmm. So with gigging for gold, it is specifically for gig workers, the gig economy, like I said, entrepreneurs, self-employed people that are doing um doing their business. If they're side hustlers, awesome. You're welcome. My whole goal with it is to get people to understand that you're not alone. Mm-hmm. You're not crazy. The way that you like to learn and digest information is unique to you and that's amazing Mm -hmm. and people should be catering to you and not Mm. the other way around you don't need to be out of a system or uh, let's say you're not able to learn because someone's giving you information one way go find it a different way Mm. your brain's wired differently like you're incredible you're amazing go go figure it out so in my hopes that other people like me I don't know, maybe they're taking their walk. Maybe they're doing their drive and they get to listen to something. And every single thing I produce is meant to inspire and have some type of actionable thing to do. I don't I, I don't ever want someone to leave and go, well, I just listened to this lady for an hour and that was nice. I want them I want them to like get out of their car and go buy a domain and just go do that or go call 10 more people and close the deal, you know? Just like pure energy. I like, like I said, it's uh, like I said, it, uh, your podcast is like a fresh, cold glass of water. It's refreshing. Thank you. It's Thank different. You. It's unique. It's talking about business. It's talking about being business savvy mm-hmm. things, and I, I, I really like that because it's a different perspective. You know, your kind of your lens of what you've seen, what you've been through, what you've mm-hmm. seen, what's the trends, and you back up data, which is even better. Yes, thank uh, you. Thank you for that. I almost forgot that. Yes, I do like to back it up with... Did I, did I, am I producing a podcast? Yes. <laughs> did I do my homework? Did I do my homework? You're good. You get an A+. Plus. Okay, Statistics right. and... You um, do. You do. You break it down. Yeah. I, 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 also, neuro, neuroscience. So, like, why it works. Right. You know, why... What's happening in your brain? What's happening in somebody else's brain? Mm. Um, and that's zero manipulation. It's just uh, kind of how human humans work. Mm-hmm. So, if you can understand that and work around it and work with it, you know, there's a recipe for success in there somewhere. I love that. I love mm-hmm. that. So, you know, you have, how many different companies do you own right now? I own three companies now. Okay. I've owned two other ones in the past. Okay. When I first started out, I used to sell Twizzlers out of my backpack. So I'm going to count that. Middle school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it. Almost and like a lemonade stand, but you know. What is your, what would you say to an entrepreneur out there? What is the key to success or what do you say that they need to do to be successful? I know there's not one word answer, there's nothing, but what is something that every entrepreneur should know that you have read, that you learned from all your past ventures and even from just what you're putting, or you might listen to Gigging for Gold for that. I don't know, it's like maybe a shameless plug right there, but tell us what, what the entrepreneur who who's listening, because I have a lot of entrepreneurs that listen to the show. What would you say to them? Definitely listen to Gigging for Gold. Nice. And... Um... Don't give up, but know when to give up. So Mm. if you're trying and trying and trying and you have your blinders on and you've done your homework 
and you have that innate internal drive and you've stopped listening to everyone around you and you're so excited and you've put five years in, you know, and you're just like, this is it. It's never, this is all I'm going to do. Do that. Mm. You know, have the drive. Stop listening to people. Mm. Stop letting people tell you that you're supposed to do this one thing. Time is going to go on no matter what. I want you to do whatever you want to with your own time. But I will say, if you go on and you have no success after a number of years, now you're in debt and everyone around you has fallen off. Sure, there's those breakthrough moments. But I'd say learn learn how to stop and either reassess that, like we said in the beginning. Learn how to take time for yourself to, to stop for a second and make sure that that's the path that you want to go on. There's a quote that says, you know, you can spend years and years and years climbing the ladder only to find out your ladder is leaning against the wrong wall. Mm. Stephen Covey, I believe, said that. Mm. And so you need to understand your fail factor, how much time and energy you're willing to spend on this on this thing. Mm. Um, And I think, though, having said that, because I want it to be very positive if that particular thing isn't working out for you just as it is, in no way, shape, or form, you're going to tell me that five years in and you've hustled this hard that you haven't seen signs of success. It's just not possible right. like through the numbers. So I would say stop, reassess, take everything that has been working and do more of that and just get rid of the other stuff. And it, it's exactly what you were talking about. If you have spread yourself too thin on ridiculous channels and and platforms that you shouldn't be on because you don't know anything about them someone just told you you're supposed to be on them delete them for heaven's sake focus on the good ones focus on what you're good at just stop the stop the craziness like stop making yourself crazy that you need to be everywhere you don't yeah oh that hey <laughs> hey you, yeah you, you dropped you dropped it right there I'm, we don't yeah. even say any further more that's it so where can we find you on social media websites wherever, LinkedIn, I don't know, whatever. Before we go there, hold Yes. What is your preference? What social What social media is your preference? Sorry. I know you told on the show, but I think, because I have a, I'm, I'm curious. You know what's funny? What's that? When you and I first met at the- Live Baltimore. Live Baltimore party. Yes. Happy birthday, Baltimore. We, uh, I was like, I have a podcast. You have a podcast. And you immediately pulled up Instagram and you're like, what's your podcast? And I go- no, I have a podcast and you, but you were checking my podcast on Instagram. So this is how, this is what I mean by, you know, know your audience. Mm-hmm. And, um, I made you look me up on Spotify. You did. Remember? I was like, I'm not on Instagram for my podcast. I'm just on it for personal. And actually that night I went home and I was like, uh Oh, people are trying to look for my podcast on Instagram. So you made me think I like that. They do. Yeah. They're not going to look on Spotify. I know. But here's the thing. <laughs> People do, they will go download you on Spotify yeah. right away, which that's a good tactic. Mm-hmm. That's a hell of a tactic. Okay. Because you already, if they get it, they've already downloaded it. It's not right. a listener. I'm like, oh, follow. Well, that's smart. It's a yeah. follow. That's smart. Yeah. I look at it as, if you look at my Instagram, you're like, oh, shit, he's got some cool guests. Yes. Let me go to this. Now I, know. Now, I know. Now I see what he's doing. I see it. And then I, so I will tell you, Yeah. my favorite social media is LinkedIn. I love LinkedIn. I get more business connections on LinkedIn. Instagram is just something for yeah. kicks. Yeah. It's something for the something for the people to look at. Yeah. They get excited about. I'd that's, say that's, that's those are those. the two. Those that, are the two. I, I I am trying to wean off TikTok because 
there's just no purpose of it for me anymore. There, no. it's it's cute, it's fun. I'm doing. I'm trying to wean off Twitter because of like at this point, it's nothing for me. I'm not. X. I'm not. Yeah, X. I'm not into the whole like. Uh, so I'm, this is a whole different debate. So for, I can, I for get, me, it's LinkedIn and Instagram. Yeah, I get and, it. Um, okay. That's, it's, it's Spotify, that's, right? And Spotify, <laughs> the social channel is Spotify. <laughs> but um, I am streaming everywhere. You get your podcasts. Okay, so yeah, uh, you, yeah. You, you, you plug it. Plug yeah. it. Go ahead, go ahead. Good plug. Uh, good plug. Gig, yeah, Gigging for Gold is at giggingforgold.com. Okay. And like I said, it's also streaming anywhere you get your podcasts. And um, this season two is coming up. You have been podcasting longer than I have, but my season two is coming up. Congratulations. So thank you very much. And I really believe what you said. If you are not consistent in it, um, it kind of goes away. And it's also something that I wanted to do. I wanted to make sure that I really loved it. So I paused it for a while, just like anyone does. Um, and I miss it. I love it. I love the medium. I love doing it. It's only been paused for a little bit. But how, many, how many episodes do you have right now? I think I have 30. Okay. You're not, there. All... You're not there yet. No, not at all. There's a certain number I always saw people. That, Tell, they, what is it? They can get past 100. Then I feel like they're legit. Then. Yeah. The reason why, because anybody can do anything for 50 episodes. Oh, I, I know. Easy. But once you get past the 100 threshold, yeah. people take it a little more seriously. What are you on now? Two something. Nice. I don't, I don't know. I was two something. Yeah. But a lot of people didn't take me seriously until after I got over 100. Uh, because they were absolutely like, not. Yeah. They were like, oh, you really, and they're like, you've been consistent. You've gotten better at your craft. Yeah. It much you're laid back. It's more conversational, and I see that you. you I can't wait to be a guest on your show because I think you are really good at what you do, and your sound is impeccable. Thank you. Your sound is really good. Thank you. I was going to ask you that secret world, but I'm looking. Look, I'm plugging. So, what about <laughs> you? About what about your other business? What's do you have a website for that too, or do you have any? Go ahead. You didn't plug that though. Sure, I do. It's called Monkey Fist see? Company. Thank okay. you. And um, that would be for anyone looking for one-on-one marketing services for their companies. Okay. So two things. Small, big, large companies. How do you how do you scale? I'd say I'd say medium to large That's and more in the luxury okay. area, okay. Um, and that is worldwide. And then, like I said, gigging for gold is for those entrepreneurs like you and I who really just want to learn how to do things to the best of their ability to make the biggest impact in the shortest amount of time. Got you, folks. And then we're now we're doing, I'm not gonna let you hook speed round. We gotta get you on speed round. Okay, what what do I do? Okay, ready? Okay. All right. Now I don't know. I don't remember. I don't think you eat meat, do you? I feel like being you. Okay, I'm just trying to get the background of it. Let's go for it. And seafood, seafood kind of sort of. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Crabs or crab cakes? Yes. Which one would you pick? Yes. Which one would you pick? What? You got to pick one of the two. Crabs. Why crabs? I like the challenge. I also like to show people too if they need to know. Like it. Like I like crabs because we put put our cell phones down. We put, oh yes we do. Got you old know, bay all over your hands. That means it makes people pay attention to your conversation. I like it. Very this nice. phone is gone. Yeah. It's out of play. Good. I like we're, it. We're back to society again. Okay. All right. Pager or cell phone? <sighs> beep, beep. <laughs> Ooh, pager. Because I don't have <laughs> notifications on my cell phone at all. I do. Zero. Uh, I turn it off. Here we go. Okay. Blackberry or iPhone? iPhone. Ooh, I, I like the Crackberry. No. The Crackberry was... <laughs> The Crackberry had that keypad that was like, I did. that keypad was everything. <laughs> yes. I loved my Blackberry. Okay. That was the best. You could drop that damn thing off the second floor and still work. You, yeah, you're right. It was, but that was just me. Okay. All right. Winter or summer? 
Oh, what, in Maryland? No, in general. In general. I'm curious because I, I know your background, so I'm curious. Because this is difficult. This is speed summer. Round. Ocean. Okay. Swimming. All right. Cold is cold. Your favorite music concert you've ever been to? Your top two. Oh, I had a really good time at one set at Thievery Corporation at okay. the Red Rocks. Red Rocks of Colorado. That was pretty good. Okay. That was crazy. And uh, concert? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Pass. It's going to take me too long to think. What music do you listen to to get you motivated? I To get me motivated, I do listen to a lot of like uh, pop and hip hop and then when I'm in the zone, I'll listen to like chill house music. Okay. If I'm doing like coding or even writing, things like that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you're off the hot seat now. That's it? That was it. I'm going to think of my concert and get back to you later. All right. Well, okay. thank you so much for coming on the show. Go check out her podcast. Go check out her business. This has been a great informational podcast. I've learned a lot. I learned a little bit more about her. And I'm excited that I will be. I will be guest show. I will be on your show for sure. Yes, thank you very and, much. And um, folks, again, thanks for hanging out for 45 minutes an hour. Find me on nopicksafterdark.com. You can go on at nopicksafterdark or on IG, X, and, and <laughs> Facebook, uh, Aaron Dante on LinkedIn if you want to check in with me. Uh, as always, love, peace, we're out. Never seen so-